Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, weekending hit of sport for Friday the 28th of May. Today, we're talking a tennis star's media silent treatment, Jack's back in the NRL, and why you shouldn't throw popcorn at NBA players. But first... Victoria will enter a seven-day circuit breaker lockdown, and these restrictions will be in place until 11.59 on Thursday the 3rd of June. Victoria's acting Premier James Molino announcing the news we all feared yesterday that Victoria has gone back into lockdown in the wake of the state's new COVID cluster. And that announcement has triggered what I'm going to call the sporting CEO domino effect. First domino to fall, NRL CEO Andrew Abdo talking about State of Origin Game 1, which is scheduled to be played at the MCG on June 9th. First and foremost, we want to make sure that we do the right thing and give Melbourne every chance of hosting uh, Game 1, at, at, um, uh, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Should that not be the case, then we'll consider the safety, we'll consider um, a number of factors in looking at alternative venues. We're looking, nothing is off the table, we're looking at a wide range of potential locations um, and we hope to make a decision in the coming days. Next up, it's the AFL CEO, Gil McLaughlin, on the changes to this weekend's fixtures. All matches in Victoria in round 11 will be played in front of no crowds. Matches will be undertaken with only players, coaches, umpires and essential match day staff in attendance. Okay, who's up next? Oh, sorry, Gil, not finished? The Gold Coast v Hawthorne match scheduled for TIO Stadium in Darwin has been moved to the SCG. Thank you, Gil. Richmond v uh, the Adelaide Crows will be moved from the MCG on Sunday, May 30 to Giant Stadium, now commencing at 2.10 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. You done, Gil? All other matches will remain as scheduled. Okay. Unfortunately, Gil, because you kept interrupting, we've run out of time for the V8 Supercars CEO to have their term. But suffice to say, they've had to postpone round five of the series, which was due to take place in Winton, regional Victoria, this weekend. They're looking to reschedule for late July. The French Open is set to kick off Sunday at Roland Garros in Paris. But women's world number two, Naomi Osaka, has made a bold pre-tournament statement. Am I getting the silent treatment? Osaka has announced that she won't do any press conferences during the tournament, tweeting yesterday. I've often felt that people have no regard for athletes' mental health, and this rings very true whenever I see a press conference or partake in one. We're often sat there and asked questions that we've been asked multiple times before or asked questions that bring doubt into our minds. And I'm just not going to subject myself to people that doubt me. Osaka said she's prepared to pay whatever fine is handed to her for not fronting the media and that she hopes the money goes to a mental health charity. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Outlets have speculated the fine could be in the vicinity of $100,000. But given that 23-year-old Osaka earned over $50 million bucks last year away from the tennis court alone, I'm not sure that fine's going to hurt her back pocket too much. Jack DeBellin's long-awaited return to first-grade football is imminent, two and a half years after he was sidelined due to rape allegations. The Director of Public Prosecutions today informed both DeBellin and his co-accused the charges would be dropped. After two hung juries, the New South Wales Director of Public Prosecutions has informed Jack DeBellin that he will not be subject to a third trial over charges of alleged sexual assault. DeBellin has been ineligible to play in the NRL for over two years under the game's no-fault stand-down policy. But 
will now be permitted to resume his professional career. Jack Tibetan will be free to play in the inaugural competition. We expect that the club will soon lodge registration of the extension of his contract um, and that will be processed once the matter has been confirmed. NRL CEO Andrew Abdo outlining the details yesterday of Tibetan's return to play. Meanwhile, speaking to Triple M Sydney's Rush Hour, Dragons teammate Josh Kerr wasn't prepared to hide his satisfaction about his teammates' good news. The club's given me like a statement that where you got to read that, but I'm not about that kind of life. Jack actually had a lot to do with me when I came into the club. He was, you know, very welcoming, helped me so much to become a better footballer, the kind of guy that he was away from football. I'm personally very happy. I know all the boys are in the group chat. You know, they're very, you know, they're welcoming. They're, they're congratulating him and. For Jack and his personal life, you know, it's a massive weight off their shoulders. And um, I know how much, you know, it's kind of affected him. And, you know, just to be able to get back into football and into a healthy routine and lifestyle, it's going to be good for him. DeBellin has been named to play reserve grade this weekend for the Dragons and could be back in first grade as soon as next weekend. 6'10", against 6 feet, and Ben Simmons gets the best of him again. Ben Simmons' hot start to the NBA playoffs continued yesterday as he finished just shy of a triple-double in the Philadelphia 76ers' comfortable Game 2 home win over the Washington Wizards. For me, I'm, I'm here to win, and I'm doing what I need to do to, to help my team win, wherever it is. I'm not trying to prove anybody wrong or anything like that. I'm going out there trying to do my job and win. I want a championship. And while Ben and his teammates walked away happy, Wizards star Russell Westbrook not so much. To be blatantly honest, man, this shit is getting out of hand, uh, especially for me. The amount of disrespect, the amount of just fans just doing whatever the f*** they want to do. It's just it's out of pocket, man. Westbrook was leaving the court via the players' tunnel late in the game after injuring his ankle when a Philadelphia fan poured popcorn onto his head. So to get food thrown on top of me, um, it's just bullshit. Unfortunately, you know, I couldn't get to the stands, but I just don't, I just don't take that lightly, man. I don't like that. And while Westbrook was restrained at the time by security, stopping him from entering the stands and retaliating, former All-Star Charles Barkley thinks the NBA should introduce a new rule for such circumstances. I think you should be able to go up in the stands and beat the hell out of one person per game. I would honestly pay to see that. And that is your Fast Fun Head of Sport to wrap up your week. Our sporting thoughts are with the people of Victoria as they settle into their seven-day lockdown. He's hoping the weekend serves up plenty of sporting entertainment that you can enjoy from your homes. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you back here Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.